Today is whatever date it is, and the Yankees just lost game two of the ALCS, a wild extra innings game. They lose on a walk-off. Let's talk Yanks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Talking Yanks. My name is John Boy, and I have my co-host Jake with me from Denver, and I'm in new jersey and the yankees just lost game two it is 121 in the morning it was a wild stressful game that ends on a walk-off home run a little bit of a heartbreak my stomach was turning i have a pretty firm stance with the way i want this show to go jake and i don't want to say it yet i want to ask how you're doing we haven't spoken any words to each other we just set up the technology i didn't want to waste any bullets for the pre-show banter i have no idea where your head's at where is it how are you james hello well, hell, hell of a game i game? i almost tweeted at you i actually typed out the tweet twice uh, during Gary's at bat, because you hadn't tweeted for 20 minutes, and I became concerned about you. I was live on Periscope for two hours. Yeah, still concerned, but I'm uh, I'm okay. It's uh, I'll sugarcoat it, and then I won't sugarcoat it. Uh, we still took one game in Houston. Um, a lot of the things that are going to get blown up are actually strengths. The bullpen was fucking incredible. And people are going to poo-poo on that. Um, what I won't sugarcoat is this was the worst-case scenario. This was as devastating, as bad as a loss could be after we took game one. And that sucks. Uh, but we'll go back home. It'll be an anxious... <laughs> if you think it's going to be an anxious 48 hours for for yourself before the next game, it's going to be an anxious... 48 hours for the Yankees and uh yeah I mean it's 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 as brutal as it gets it's a wild sport yeah so okay two things one this is gonna make for a bad recap this is probably a shorter episode but I don't want to get into the nitty-gritty I don't care about whatever moment you think is the reason we lost because everyone's tweeting at me uh, Edwin was garbage Gary was garbage Oh, Adovino's the problem. Uh, they shouldn't have sent DJ. There are about 20 things we can pinpoint. And everyone's going to have a different thing. And I am not going to hinge myself to the negativity that is honing in on one of those. If you want me to run through it real quick, I will real fast, Jake. But I, I don't want deep conversations on them at all. And I think that makes for a bad show. I just can't do it to myself. The good thing is I'm popping a weed gummy because I really need it. My heart hurts. And that might make for an entertaining show at the end, tail end of this one starts kicking in. Okay? Fair? Yeah. P PB and jealous. I went to buy some today, but I've got an expired license. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Chad was at 26 pitches. Chad can only go 30 pitches. Springer is a dead four-seam fastball hitter, the best four-seam fastball hitter in the league, and Chad's at the end of his rope. I would have kept Chad in because I don't really like Ottavino right now. But there's so much logic behind that move that even if you disagree with it, which I do, I can't really harp on it because there's still logic behind the move. Ottavino throws a first pitch get-me-over like 85-mile-per-hour slider. That's the issue right there. And good for Springer for jumping on it. I would have kept Chad in because I'm not thrilled with Ottavino, but there's logic behind the move. Okay? Um, do you want to hit that one yeah. real quick? Yeah, it gets it, the part that gets tricky about it is, um, well, A, you don't know how the game's going to play out. You can't assume that the game's going to go 11 innings, but um, once it kind of became like, oh, is this tied game and things were going to hang out, you saw them push Canely a little further than they've pushed Canely this year. And, yeah, it's, it hindsight turns into 2020 real quick. Chad looks so good that you do it again. Adovino, you can't start off the at-bat like that. When we've, we've harped on that a lot of these Houston guys are first ball hitters, and they put such an emphasis on laying off Paxton's first pitches at that first time through the lineup because they knew the Yankees were throwing them shit, and then you throw a get-me-over slider like that when you're supposed to have technically the second-best slider in Major League Baseball. You can't do that. Yeah. What's next that people are bitching about? Sending DJ home, I'm totally fine with it when you see the replay. They executed a play perfectly and good for them. And it was somewhat of a lucky bounce that it got to Correa. Uh, and then it was a really good play by Correa to stick with it and fire it home. I mean, when you see that ball bounce up from Nevin's point of view and all the fielders are head on a swivel trying to find it, it's and that's the go-ahead run. I mean, I, I don't. It didn't work out, but, I mean, if it did, we're all screaming hallelujah. So, And it took a perfect play from Correa. So I'm not going to harp on that one either. Two two things that get lost on that. The runners were moving. Uh, you know, if, if you normally see that and you see the ball get bobbled and you're like, okay, it kind of got a ways, should the runners go? The runners were already moving. Um, so it was kind of a no-brainer, and it was – the only good Smoltz analysis he had during the game, you you were betting against Correa doing two things perfectly, barehanding the ball perfectly and then making a perfect throw. They had the stat cast after the game. I think it was 89 miles per hour, and it was perfectly placed. And people were talking about how DJ was out by a lot. It's because everything was perfect. Um, if he bobbles that ball for a second, if he throws it high into the left, if he bounces it, DJ LeMahieu has a great chance to score. Um, it, you know, they and and how about this? In hindsight, and look at the at bats. Gary would have been up next. Who Gary's not locked in right now. Um, that was our best chance to score, and we took it, and it didn't happen. Yeah, not gonna harp on that. Um... Saw someone complaining that, like, um, this is why you need pitchers to go more. You can't rely on bullpen. Fucker, if we scored three runs, we're gloating. Paxton didn't have it, but our pen's the weapon, and that gets, like, six innings done. Three runs, and we are gloating about how good our bullpen is and how we don't need starters to go distance. Three runs. 
So not going to give in to that nonsense. Paxton sucked, and I didn't like what I saw out of him at all. The results weren't terrible, only one run. But, I mean, he only went two in the third or whatever. But they were on him. I don't know if they knew what he was throwing, if they had, he was tipping. if I don't know what was going on. I didn't like a thing I saw out of Paxton today. The first thing I liked was when he threw 95 and then 96 in the first at-bat. I was like, oh, cool, giddy up. And then I was like, wait, he looks nervous and kind of just that Paxton we've seen where he's not throwing downhill with conviction. So that's, that's, pro- that's probably my biggest upsettingness as well as Edwin, which we can get to after you talk about Paxton. Yeah, Paxton, uh, Houston was all over him. It got, it got to the point where it's like, oh, you – you can't let him see any of the good hitters again. Um, and they went to Chad at the right moment because uh, Bregman could have ended the game with one swing. This could have been an easy if, – if they left Paxton in for Bregman, this could have been an easy <laughs> Houston one back to New York with our tails between our legs. Um, and said it happened a little later. Our, uh, I, I mean, what are the final stats on our bullpen? Two earned runs over eight, eight innings, 7.2. Um, yeah, our our bull our bullpen had a better performance than Justin Verlander today. Um, it if the offense scores another run, where we are praising our bullpen, where our bullpen is going to get like scrutinized, um, which is which is pretty insane. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Edwin and Gary had terrible at bats. Gary was was kind of locked in at the end there. There's a couple good at-bats against Verlander with bad results. Didi had one. Uh, not a lot of hits. Verlander's really good, but I kind of liked what they were doing for a little bit. Edwin and Gary really pissed me off, and if anyone's following and watching me live on Periscope, I had 30,000 people come through. Jake, how fucking nuts is that? 2.5 oh, yeah. at one point, so thank you to anyone who was watching me die on camera. Edwin, this is my biggest gripe. Edwin's been swinging his dick off. It's just so swing happy. He gets into a 2-0 count with runners on in ninth inning or extra innings, and he takes a fastball down the middle. Dude, that's what you've been praying for. Yeah. For three games now, maybe four, and you take it, and then... Because he's pissed, he took that. They throw the slider away, and he's swing happy again because he's upset with himself for not taking the two o, not swinging at the two o fastball. Now he's two two, and then they blow it by him. It was against the Zuna in the ninth. That is my biggest gripe, Edwin. You're swinging at everything, but I, even that, if someone was to come back with me and be like, "That's," I mean, that didn't change the game. It's just one at bat. You're right. So whatever, you know. <laughs> and. The- and then Edwin has his, his best at bat in three games. He takes a walk um, in the top of the 11th when the Yankees get their rally going. So it's, uh, yeah, you, you just end up spinning. Gary, I mean, same thing. He, he ends up 0 for 5 with three Ks. His best at bat was in the 11th inning. There's the whole foul tip gate, uh, which, which that was just ridiculous. It, it started with Houston fans pissed off. This is how we're going to lose the game. And then it ended up with Yankees fans being like, well, I don't know if if they called that a strike three, could Gary have gotten to first? Ball got away pretty far, um, but no. I mean, uh, right right now, there's a couple holes in the Yankees lineups that uh, that that are glaring, and it's 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 Edwin and Gary. Um, you you maybe that last at bat gets Gary locked in, 
Um, Edwin is going to be the talk of the next couple of days, I believe, because uh, I don't know if, if Edwin is going to do that from the DH spot. Can't uh, an injured Giancarlo do that from the DH spot? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. Hicks pinch hit was wild. Yeah, I put good wood on it. Good for Hicksy. <sighs> Anything else? Anyone in the chat right now, the patrons, if, if you have something you want us to discuss, throw it out there. We're only 14 minutes deep, but I, I, I'm kind of um, call at the stadium, an off day, going to need that. Call at the stadium. Uh, going to need some baseball Susan, going to need some luck, going to need Savvy to be dominant. Hey, if we score three runs, we take this game. We hadn't, They yeah. didn't have good at-bats versus the bullpen. And uh, it was almost like they didn't know what strategy to go with once Verlander got out. Yeah, uh, Joe Smith was really frustrating, the sidewinder. He, um, he just mowed us down uh, 1.2 innings out of Joe Smith. Um, uh, Ozuna looked good. They pushed him. Um, that uh, that Aldemides Diaz at bat took probably an inning off of Chapman, which is interesting in hindsight. Um, Presley has nothing against us this series, and then James was the the Gary at bat. I um so many things. Uh, I'll I'll start. I'm I'm just gonna rattle them off. Um, CC Sabathia. When he battled back from 3-0, might have been my highest high of the night. Um, if he had just walked someone on four pitches, I probably would have cried. Um, when CC battled back, I liked that a lot. Um, I want to say something about Johnny Lasagna. Um, a, not good. <laughs> would you have gotten Sessa? Um, no. No, because I think here's here's what happened. We have the mile per hour stuff. Astros struggle against good fastballs. Not Altuve. Though. I don't. I don't know if Johnny Lasagna was tipping his pitches, um, which has been a the hot button issue of this this series so far. They were spitting on his slider, um, like ten thousand percent. And I think when Johnny Lasagna came in that game. He was specifically told not to lose it to Altuve and Bregman. And that's what he did. <laughs> um, the Altuve at bat, he fully lost the zone and there was no battling back. And that's fine. I think that was by the design because Altuve crushes fast. He's the only guy that loves fastballs. And he well, gave that's him. That's the thing. They, they were completely spitting on his slider. They weren't even giving it a thought. So I don't know if he was tipping it or if they were just guessing and it worked out. Bregman, Luizaga bounces back. He gets it to 3-2. An incredible pitch call by Gary Sanchez. They call low fastball. Bregman is sitting slider because Bregman says, no way they're going to throw me, Alex Bregman, a 3-2 fastball that could end this game instantly. He throws it an inch too low and Bregman walks. The pitch call by Gary was very impressive. The execution was just a little off by Luizaga. Um... I have a scary feeling we're going to see him in another important moment this series, um, and I, I hope he's just a little bit better. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, we're this this episode is totally different if the Yankees slap in another run so ha- somehow and it didn't happen. Um, I thought Chapman looked great, and I was in lockstep 
with the way they were calling every – I was on Periscope saying, I'd do this pitch, I'd do this pitch, I'd do this pitch. And up until the last at-bat, I, I was in like – I was like – I only got two that were different where I was like, do, throw the slider here, throw the slider for a strike. Um, I liked I liked what Chapman looked like, uh, long off, long whatever, way over. I don't know. I'm losing it. Um, 11 innings, Yankees only scored in one of them. How about that? Yeah, I mean, that's the problem. And, and there, there were so many innings that it wasn't even a threat. Yeah, they went down easy sometimes. And so if you like, you're mad at Adovino, like, it sucks. He pitched better the rest of the way, but the Yankees, Yankees only scored two runs. So whatever, whatever you got to do, do. Here are some ads. Tired of crowded grocery stores? Thrive Market is here for you. Offering everything from healthy snacks to organic wine. Thrive Market brings you food as it should be. Real ingredients, environmentally friendly, and delicious. Thrive wants to make healthy living easy for you, so they're offering a free trial and 25% off your first order by going to bit.ly forward slash save on Thrive. That's bit.ly forward slash save on Thrive. I was listening yesterday, Jake, and uh, did I tell you this? Yep. There was a Casper ad when I listened. Different people get different ads. Some people get none. And I was like, I need a bed. So that's exciting. That's good news. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. All right. Final thoughts? I mean, this is a short, short episode. We're reaching 20 minutes. Um a lot of people want to dive into the one thing they think lost the game. I don't. We covered kind of the bases quickly. Yeah, I mean, it, it sucks. It sucks how devastating it is. I mean, there's so many things that happen in this game that don't, don't even seem like this game. James Paxson, um, Brantley hits the dude in the Houston dugout right after the homer that it's just like, you know, real life kicks in and you're like, what's going on a little bit. And it's, it's, it's a tough moment to see, um, you know, that was the same game. Um, how about the, how about Gio Urshela making that jump catch? Um, I, I mean, there's, there's so many little moments and every pitch and every call, um, Cameron Mabin played really solid today. He had a hit and a walk. Um, they, they end up pinch hitting him for Hicks. I guess you could think something about that. Brett Gardner turned around his at bats. Brett Gardner had good at bats today, including two hits. Um, it's, uh, it's just tough knowing that if we won this game, the series was over and now it feels like in our guts, like, okay, we're going seven, huh? It's a five game series and we got home field advantage. They got Cole. If you win the Cole game, then you're excited because you got two more home games against Bullpen Day and Granky. Yeah, and that's that's where this this series is still going to be an emotional roller coaster. However, it plays out. I think uh, after taking Game One, we we psyched ourselves down a little bit, and that's fine. Um, if we get Cole, we're going to be running hot and walking around like Connor McGregor saying, okay, we're going to win it in five again. I'll be the guy leading the charge in that, a matter of fact, because it's going to be Urquidy and Granky. Um, but you know what? I These are two great teams. Um, I, I kept saying it before the series. 
even though I didn't believe it, but it was because I was blinded by my Yankee fandom. I mean, it's tough to picture this series not going seven games. Um, I hope I'm wrong, and I hope my if Yankees win game one, they win the series in five. There's still a chance. Um, these are two great teams, and it's uh, it stings a little more that if Hap, if you pitch around Correa in that seven spot, I mean, you get Chirinos, and then you get the nine slot again, which would have been Reddick's first at bat. So it's it's brutal that he wanted to come up and in, and he had such a nice, he had the perfect pitch to Yuli Gurriel to get out of the inning before that. And then again, first pitch. How about that? That That's my takeaway. You can't have a lazy first pitch against the Astros. You cannot. Those are, their two home runs were lazy first pitches. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I had something I was going to say, but I forget it now. I'm pretty drained. Oh, you know what I was going to say, Jake? Yeah. I love everyone that interacts with me. Sure. This is the anniversary of Tankster, I believe, which only diehard, yeah. old school talking Yanks listeners will know. I think that was ALCS Game 2 in 2017, the Tankster episode. And mm. don't DM me your negativity, please. I try to yeah. respond to all my DMs. And when you DM me, oh, dude, like, Gary sucks or fuck, didn't fuck this, like, why the fuck would I want to respond to that or even see it? So, I, almost, I mean, just uh, kindly don't DM me negativity. Jim, I, I've I, got one. I, I, I won't say the kid's name because we, we got a lot of different emotions going on. But this, this is what he said verbatim, and I, I still don't even get it, but I almost ripped this kid's head off. He said, that's what you get when you prioritize getting starting pitching depth instead of difference makers. What the fuck do those words even mean? <laughs> Are you talking about Houston or us? I have no idea what those words fucking mean, but we just lost the game, and you're tweeting stuff because you're confused, and I get it. But don't take it out on the guys. Wait, hold don't on. Let's try to figure believe. it out. That's what you're going to get. Oh, he's saying he's like Corbin over Hap. Corbin's a difference maker. Hap is just depth. That's what he's saying. When you prioritize getting starting pitching depth instead of difference makers. Yeah, so he's saying, like, we needed someone that would have been a difference maker on the rotation, like Cole or Corbin, instead of depth, which was Hap and CeCe. That's what he's trying. That's what he's saying. I don't even think so. I think he sucks. And I think it's it's an emotional time in Yankee land. And uh, no, you know what? I'm confident. Yanks in five. If we um if we beat Garrett Cole, um, and you know what, Jim? Hey, how Jakey always finds a positive spin zone. If this isn't the motivation you needed to, if you're going to that game Tuesday, I don't care if it's at four o'clock, but to make the Bronx Zoo a mess, yeah. what? What kind of, and I'm not saying this is easy, and I'm not saying a crowd can do it, but what a little card in the back pocket it would be if we could walk away from this season saying, yeah, Garrett Cole, he had that crazy special season. He got a $250 million contract. He came to the stadium game three, and we fucked him up. <laughs> yeah, it'd be cool. It's, it's a tall task. It's a tall task, but that place can get loud. I've seen it get loud, and I think it's going to be loud. 
Um, and if you're there, always tweet at us. Um, love everyone. Uh, Yankees Twitter did pretty well. I mean, it was, it was an emotional night. Um, there's always going to be the outliers that are saying bad things and always want to be negative. And again, we, <laughs> we technically achieved our goal of the first two games. Split them. Get one. Get one. We did that. Um, we're going back to the stadium. And, uh, yeah, this this is as tough as it could be because we would, uh, man, we would be peacocking pretty hard right now. Um, baseball, Susan. See, see you there. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs>